Hi, everybody. It's your host, Samantha and Paris. And we're back with another episode that you don't want to miss on the Deeper Than Tech podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career in an industry that was not designed with us in mind. We'll be diving deep into this topic. But before we do, if you're loving this podcast so far, make sure you head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five star review. So Paris, I know that you're the founder of the Black Tech Pipeline. How did you go about starting your own business? Yeah, so the way I started my business is a little, I guess it's not the way people would normally go about it. So I had a tweet that went viral back in 2018, the Black Tech Twitter thread, where I was able to mobilize the Black Tech community on Twitter. So it's hashtag Black Tech Twitter community. And from that tweet gaining so much traction and attention, a lot of employers are reaching out to me to recruit for them because there's all these Black technologists in tech and they wanted to hire them to diversify their workplace. And so I had the opportunity to do that. And so that's what I did for free for like two years. And so within that two years, I'm kind of like already sort of have a client base, even though I'm doing this for free and I have a network and I have the candidates that are looking for, you know, open opportunities. And so when I decided to launch Black Tech Pipeline, it wasn't as difficult as me one day getting up and saying, I want to start a business. It was like, I kind of had that opportunity sort of fall into my lap and I just took advantage of it. And then when I wanted to launch a business, I already had certain things in place where I knew I sort of had a network already in place. And so I announced that I was, you know, I'm launching Black Tech Pipeline. We're going to be a job board and recruiting platform centering Black technologists. And when I sent that out, because I have a newsletter, I sent that out through a newsletter. And from that, that's where employers are like, you know, we want to get on this platform. You know, what do we have to do? And that's sort of how it started. They booked a bunch of meetings with me. They were willing to pay me before my product was really launched. And that's how I knew, like, I have, like, this business idea. I have something that's going to work. Yeah, you kind of have, like, a front door test where, like, people will pay you before you actually launch something. So that's kind of cool that encouragement came quite early. Well, after two years, but, like, early enough to, to keep it going. You used to be a developer, is that correct? Yeah. Yep. And then how do you feel about that transition from going from developer to maybe now an entrepreneur? I'm really happy. So, you know, I became a developer because, you know, I wanted to break into like this new leading. Well, for me, it was a new leading industry. This is where jobs are going. This is where the future is going. So I didn't want to be left behind. But also I knew the pay was really good. And before breaking into tech, I was a wax specialist making I don't know, like a forty, fifty thousand dollar salary, maybe less. So, you know, I knew the money was good and I broke in through a bootcamp and I like coding. I did front end web development. I like coding, but I like coding my own things, like things I'm really passionate about, regardless if it's like something I want to monetize or not. And then once I got a job as a software engineer, like that, like love or passion that I had started to like dim. So I'm building something for someone else. It's like their passion project and their company. And they're not things I'm just truly invested in. And so I knew that I didn't want to be in engineering forever, but if I had to be, it's like, well, at least I'm making a good salary. So once I found the opportunity to sort of get out of it full time, I took that and ran with it. Were there any challenges with this transition? I guess like it's challenging to become a business person because it's not, you know, I was never a business person before. There's a lot that I had to learn and I had to learn through experiences. It's not like I went to school or like, you know, had some sort of educational background where I'm learning these types of things. It's like things I just had to experience and go through, which I think honestly is like the best way to learn personally. And I can't think of anything like super specific. I just want to say like the business aspect of it all is just really challenging. 
Was there anybody there to help guide you in learning about business aspects? Yes. Yeah. So a lot of people within Black Tech Twitter helped me. Um, although they were like technologists, they also had like business acumen and experience and things like that. And so there were so many people that were helpful. I had people who would just DM me on Twitter, like, you know, hey, you know, I saw you posted this question. I had to do with business and people would just, you know, answer through DMs. And I had people willing to mentor me. I had my mentors from my coding bootcamp. They helped me, uh, you know, sort of like sustain my business and automate certain processes or like, how are you going to think about sort of like your payment model? Like they just helped me with so many random things. So like if I weren't for like so many people, I don't know how successful or how quickly I would have been successful if it wasn't for the help I received. Yeah, it takes a village, you know, to like... What <laughs> uh, are any like resources that stood out to you while you were learning about business? Honestly, I think the best resource was looking at businesses that are like mine. I don't mean so much like, you know, I sent her black technologists. It doesn't even have to be just that. It's like, I want to run a job board, right? And so I go and look at who else is running a job board. What are they doing? You know, what do their prices look like? What does the interface look like? What does that experience feel and look like? Like just going through that, doing my own research and looking at things that are already up and running and successful. That was like really key. I think it's just so important within my business journey. Yeah, I think every company does that, right? They look at their competitors, quotation marks, and mm -hmm. see what they're doing and what can you do better to like to grow. So you have some good advice from great people, <laughs> it sounds like. Yeah, they're amazing, everyone. Did you ever think about getting like VC money to help you with this job board? No. The reason being is because like, I guess for me, I always think you should try something yourself first before like being so quick to give up a portion of it. And that's not just, I went through like different journeys of almost giving up parts of Black Tech Pipeline and then deciding like last minute, like, you know what? No, I don't want to sign this or this isn't for me. Yeah, I'm just big on like, do it yourself first. See if it's successful. See how you can pivot, optimize, whatever it is before you go and decide like, I take money from someone and I'm going to owe them that money plus interest and they own a part of my business. Like I just really think bootstrapping like do it for as long as you can and forever if possible yeah because i've seen a lot of like black owned businesses kind of like become a little iffy once they start like getting vc money because now we don't have our black voice influencing the business right so yeah there's just a lot that goes into it like these investors want their money back right and so they're like basically you have to do whatever possible to get them their money back or else you're kind of the one in trouble and sometimes that means like removing your voice or your experiences or your ingredients or whatever it is and putting in like what's going to be most popular who can we cater to that's going to actually purchase this regardless if it's different from you know our original product or original service so it's a lot it is a lot Cause you still like, I feel like a lot of businesses still have to pivot because like your original idea is probably not going to be your final idea. Even big businesses mm -hmm. like what, like Facebook is still like coming up with new businesses and pivoting. Mm -hmm. So it's good to know like, your next step, but we don't always know what we're doing. So if there are any opportunities, how do you know which one's going to be a good one or not a good opportunity to take? It's hard. So for me, like, I guess it's like really doing that research again and speaking to people. If this opportunity has already like existed, speaking to people who already went through it or are currently a part of it. Yeah, it's really hard. Just I say do research, really. I have one example. I ended up 
getting into an accelerator program and they cater to Black and Latinx founders, which is great. Like the program overall is great, but they do take equity on your business. And I was like, I got accepted. I applied knowing that I could get accepted and I got in and last minute, again, it was one of those things where it's like, do I really need this? Like I I do in terms of like, I'm going to learn a lot. I'm going to expand my network, but I can also do that myself because I've already done it. Um, do I want to give up this percentage of my business like to do that? For me, my answer was no. So I ended up not going into the program. So it really depends on your goals and how you want to live your life. And again, just research how successful has this opportunity already been for others. Is there a direction that your company is going in right now? No, like right now we are... We're a job board only right now. We are a recruitment platform, but we are now automating our recruitment service so that employers can go in and sort of source talent themselves. So we're, you know, doing some stuff there. But I want to keep Black Tech Pipeline small. I'm not trying to like grow it to, you know, 100 staff members and we have like an on-site location. I literally run this by myself and I want to keep it that way. There's this entrepreneur that I used to follow. I think his name is Peter Levels. And he pretty much promotes having like a small business that you can just live off of. There's no need for everybody to grow their business to millions and millions of revenue. Right. If you're happy with what you're doing, why grow? Just keep it the way it is if it's working. So that's how I feel. And it's so funny. People are like, where do you see Black Tech Pipeline in five years? And I'm like, oh, this answer is going to be so disappointing because like, I don't like, it's a small, humble business. It pays the bills. I get to live whatever lifestyle I have. And that's really it. Like for me, it's more so like I'm helping my own community members. I'm helping people get opportunities in different areas. And I just want to keep it small. I actually love that. I love that you're thinking that way. So for me, I do want to be an entrepreneur one day, but I'm scared. I'll be honest. Like I am very fearful of doing, taking the leap to do that. Is there any advice you could give somebody who wants to be an entrepreneur, but just isn't going to take that leap quite yet? I understand the fear part for sure. I think if you have a full-time job, do not leave it. Don't leave it until it becomes impossible to run your business on the side. That's what I did. So when I announced I was launching Black Tech Pipeline, I had a full-time job. I was a software engineer slash tech recruiter. And when I announced that I was launching, my calendar booked up with meetings from tons of employers from June all the way to September. And so I was working and taking like meetings for my own business on the side. And then once I launched, it came to a point where I was actually, you know, my performance at work was declining and my managers were like, hey, like what's going on? And I knew I was like, okay, this isn't fair to them. And it's also like not fair to Black Tech Pipeline and me as a founder. And so I decided to let go of my full-time job and ran Black Tech Pipeline full-time. And it's been steady ever since. I think something that should give people some comfort, and it's kind of weird, especially given the times right now, but there are always going to be jobs. They are never going anywhere. People will always be hiring. And that's not me saying quit and go start a business. I mean, stay at your job until it's impossible and, and then once you do leave, you're still going to be scared. It's like, okay, things are going good now, but what about in the future? Remember, like people will always be hiring. Continue expanding your network. Continue meeting employers and speaking to them about their open opportunities. Like still stay in touch with what's going on in the job market and expanding your employer network just in case. It's always going to be a risk no matter what. And I think like, like I said, once it becomes impossible, just jump in and do it and see where it goes. So you keep mentioning a network. Do you have any advice on like how to grow a network? Especially me. I'm in the house. <laughs> I ain't going out. How do I grow my network? Oh my gosh. I think, so for me, I'm very shy. 
like in person, I am so shy and quiet and I don't like going to events to meet people in person. So I, I feel like I really shine online. So Twitter, I think Twitter and LinkedIn, like they are amazing, like networking platforms and the tech community on Twitter is so large and diverse. You can meet so many people there, you know, creating your own network just starts with engaging with people and following them and then responding to their posts and asking them questions. And you should be posting as well. And you can post about, you know, your tech journey, or you said you're a little scared to, you know, go into entrepreneurship. You can talk about that and some people are going to respond with their advice or what they did. And I think that's how like you start building those connections and then that becomes your network and people will remember you. They'll be like, oh, Samantha posted something about this like two weeks ago and I found someone who actually has the answer. Let me DM her, you know? So just being active online, it's the same thing on LinkedIn as well, especially LinkedIn. That's like where all of the employers are. Just be active, be consistent. I guess don't be afraid to be vulnerable and just engage with people. And that's how you grow a network. You have inspired me so much right now. I'm like, let me go out there and do this, but we'll see. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the Deeper Than Tech podcast. Until next time. Bye. Bye.